the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, followed closely, of course, by the Your Friendly Neighborhood radio talk show host. That would be me. My name is Greg Britton, the Redlands Tea Party Patriots and the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative Groups in Southern California, in the Inland Empire area of Southern California. And I'm joined by one of my favorite co-hosts. Uh, he's a, for this week, he's my favorite co-host, Kenny White, also hey, known hey, as the uh, South Side Unicorn, because when he grew up in the South Side of Chicago, he was the only Republican there, and it was basically as rare, which is basically as rare as a unicorn. And uh, welcome to the show, Kenny. Hey, 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 thank you, Greg. And you got it right. You imagine being a 10-year-old kid on the South Side of Chicago, walking around proudly proclaiming you're a Republican. Hoo-wee! <laughs> Martha, there is one over here. Look, come look. We got one. <laughs> Uh, and the, uh, you have your own, you have your own uh, radio show, uh, which is I, I think it's online called the Southside Unicorn Show. And where can people find that? Yeah, it's called the Southside Unicorn Show, and you can find it anywhere that podcasts are host, uh, primarily on iHeart uh, podcast hosting uh, platform. But yes, uh, the Southside Unicorn Show. Take a listen. Sure, you enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a second best. Talk yeah, show exactly. here in the in the, in the in the Empire area of Southern California. The the, the second best talk show in the game. Yeah, next Absolutely. next to United IE. <laughs> well, you know, I don't if, if 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 you noticed or if anyone out there noticed, there was an election here in California this past week. Did did you happen to happen to notice? I heard rumors about it, so I got up at like six thirty in the morning and went down to my polling place and. I, I was the only person there. I was the first person in line, and I knocked on the door, and I'm like, "Wow, okay, there really is an election." <laughs> yeah, I also voted in person. I used to, I used to be a, a vote by mail person, but uh, that adds more people have to hand to your ballot. Uh, the signature needs to be verified. Uh, the most reliable way, I believe, and the Election Integrity Project of California believes, is to go in and vote on paper, in person. Some disagreement about that, but uh, that's what I do, and that's what the EIP believes. Well, turns out only as of June 8, the uh, turnout rate for this election was a whopping 16.3%. Wow. And that compares, that compares to the uh, turnout rate in the first round, the, the first round or primary election in California in 2018 of 37 percent. In 2014, and then these are the non-presidential years, it was 25 percent. In 2010, it was 33 percent. And in 2006, it was 33 percent. 16.3 percent. And it was seemed to say that uh, either people are satisfied with how things are going in California or they've given up. I would, I would almost go with the latter because how can you be satisfied with $7 a gallon gas? How can you be satisfied that there's no baby formula to, to take care of the children? You can't be cool with that. Not to, not to mention homeless encampment, encampments, which are really open air drug marts, rising crime, the gas that you mentioned, the electricity, and the we face brownouts or blackouts this summer because there's just not enough electricity to cover demand. And yet, people don't seem to be voting. And you know, they don't give given up. 
they don't think their vote counts. There's a lot of that because the because of the because of the vote fraud, or they just you know, they just don't see that it makes a difference. In or or here co- here comes the other flip side to that. Maybe they're out there hustling and grinding so hard that they just don't even have time to do it. Yeah, that's that is a pretty flimsy excuse. <laughs> well, I mean, well, okay, watch this, Greg. This is this is where that South Side stuff comes in at. I'm being quite frank. There are people out there working 16, 18 hours a day, and they still got to take care of their kids and stuff. So when it comes to getting up at seven in the morning or waiting in long lines, they're, they're, they're just not disposed to wanting to do it, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there were long lines this time. There may have been at some points, in some polling places, at some points during the day. Uh, when I went when I went to vote, there were more polling stands to fill out your ballot on than there were voters there. There were more election workers. Yeah. Than there I, workers. I have to agree. This, this was about 5.30, between 5.30 and 6 p.m. So this would have been a good time to vote. People, you're off work, you're on your way home. And mm-hmm. that would actually have been a, a really good time to get out and vote. Uh, but it was, it, was, it, was, it was very sparse. And you so let me ask you a question, Greg. Uh, when you say it was only 16%, let us hope that of that 16%, 10% were Republican voters. Uh, that, that may be about, that actually may be about right. You look at the, at the governor's race. Let's go back to, back to those results. Good. And mm-hmm. Gavin Newsom, of course, what, what got the most votes, but at, at 56%, and he got 1.9, roughly 9.1.9 million votes and that would compare to back in 2020 when biden got 11 million votes and donald trump got 6 million or the recall election in which the no which is basically voting for gavin newsom got 7.9 million to the yes which was about 4.9 million 3 million vote difference and then you look at at uh, at these results that's crazy. I, I, I'm trying to figure out just exactly who do we share California with? What what kind of person would vote for Gavin Newsom at this point? Democrats. Okay. <laughs> so what the heck is a Democrat? <laughs> I, 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 you, you, all the problems we enumerated, the lousy government-run schools, the... Not the CRT, triple X sex education... Was the highest gas taxes in the country and nearly the worst roads in the country, uh, water shortages, the people have, uh, since 2000 have passed more than $30 billion in water bonds, and we have no more water. Yeah, that's, that's great. They're in the process of destroying California agriculture, and they're going to be imposing draconian water rationing on the people who use about 10% of the water, and of course, the, uh, the fish still get all of their water. We're still going to flush that massive quantities of water into the ocean when people don't, when the people don't have enough water. And, and, I think, and what I understand is there was enough rainfall where if they had the right proper water reclamation systems, we would have been doing just fine. Well, that's true. Uh, there were there was very large storms that occurred, I think, in December, but we didn't we didn't have the storage capacity to. Save that water for the, for for drier times. This is a California is a place where there are in the past there have been hunt, droughts lasting hundreds of years. And wow! There was just just recently there was they have been trying to build a desalinization plant in Huntington Beach for more than twenty. This has been the, the application process has taken more than twenty years, and ultimately ultimately the. Uh, Gavin Newsom appointed Coastal Commission members, turned it down after 20 years of process. One desalinization plant. Just one. Just one. See, and, and you would think as a, as a governor of an of a arid state, a, a place where, like you said, you know, droughts are common, water should be like his first priority. Water and power, but I guess being at the, the the French Laundry is more important than him. Yes. 
the uh, $350 person with, um, I don't know, it was a $20,000 a bottle of wine or $10,000 or whatever, $5,000 bottle of wine that he infamously went to in uh, November of 20, when the same time he was, the state was locked down, he was telling people, don't go to your families. Yeah. You're doing something wrong. Right. <laughs> if, it, if it's over $40 for that bottle, you're probably doing something wrong. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I, Really, if I have an expensive, you know, I'll, we'll, we'll buy the really expensive stuff at ten dollars a bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, here I am saying for, for, for the really special. But we may get to the we may get to the policy and the politics of scarcity, but I don't want, I don't want to leave the, the the election quite quite yet. Okay. So, so the number two candidate for governor is the Republican establishment choice, Brian Dolly. He's uh, he's an obscure state senator from Northern California, like way northern up by the Oregon border, Northern California. Not a bad guy. And he came in second with 16.8% of the vote. So he wow. is uh, Newsom. But here's the, here's the really interesting thing. Is that Newsom, so he had all these, I don't know, however many dozen or two dozen various Republican candidates were running for governor all had low name recognition and not and most of them didn't have didn't have money to advertise statewide it's a very expensive state there's multiple media markets very expensive state to run in mm-hmm. but gavin newsom very kindly for brian dolly singled out brian dolly in newsom's television ads as being pro-life and being, quote, too conservative for California, unquote. Now, why would Newsom do that? He would raise the name recognition of one Republican candidate, and he would tell all the Republican voters out there things they liked about him. He's pro-life, and he's, quote, too conservative for California, unquote. And of course, the answer is that Newsom wanted to run against Brian Dolly in November because he knows it'll be a cakewalk and it'll, 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 it'll be an easy 20% plus victory. Dolly won't have the money to compete. And even if he does, just the usual voting patterns will fall into place and Newsom will win easily. Wow. Sounds like to me he almost used uh, the great late Rush Limbaugh's tactic that uh, was deployed against Hillary Clinton, except it just got played on us. Yes, and I I I posted a social media on this and put it in the Redlands Tea Party Patriots newspaper that urging Republicans don't fall for Gavin Newsom's trick. And too uh, late, right. <laughs> It, 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 it didn't, I didn't, my, the reach of my social media posts just could not match Gavin Newsom's statewide advertising. But see, okay, watch this. I hear what you're saying on that part, Greg, but, but I turn to a question. Why would the CAGOP put this man up seeing what we see right now? I mean, it, we have to have some learned people in charge of the CAGOP, of course. Why would they put this man up? I will answer your question after this. We hear from our sponsor for this half of Unite IE Radio, Ed Hoffman of Planet Home Lending, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this with the answer to Kenny's question after I think of the answer. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending LLC and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt, or you don't have money to pay your tax bill, or just need extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. 
That's 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And only 16.3% of the private citizens in California uh, bothered to vote in the first round election this past week. Uh, Gavin Newsom was, of course, uh, got the first place for governor, and Gavin Newsom's choice for which he spent a lot, millions of dollars in advertising to boost Republican Brian Dolly is in second place, and those two will uh, will square off in the November election. Uh, Susan Shelley, uh, both with the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association, and she's on the editorial board of the SoCal Daily News Group, which publishes a number of newspapers, including some here in the Inland Empire. Uh, she tweeted out that the results of the election have been decided. Newsom and Dolly, and he says, oh, and the results of the November election have just been announced, too. <laughs> well, it kind of seems that way. I mean, so, so you, had, you had asked a question before the break. Uh, mm-hmm. that, uh, uh, so why did why did the Republicans didn't really nominate him, but but they endorsed the at the at the convention, they endorsed Dolly. And that probably helps somewhat. Newsom's millions of dollars of advertising probably helped more. I never received a single mailer. I never saw an ad. I never saw a social media ad. I saw absolutely nothing from Brian Dolly. No, me, me neither. I'm I like, who? But nevertheless, the um, he's in he's he's in second place. So why did why did the Republicans select him? Well, one is his wife, who is an assembly member. Uh, donated forty thousand dollars to the California Republican Party. You were uh, you were a delegate that you may have been aware of this. Is that and then re- almost immediately after that was done, Patterson, the the chair of the, the party, announced that she was her her hundreds of proxy votes were, were going to support Brian Dolly. Wow. See, I, 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 currently I'm still a, a delegate for the CAGOP, and I do not like this proxy idea. And what you're explaining to the people right now is exactly why I think we really need to look closely at this proxy idea in our party. It's it's not helping us. No. Um, so, so not only do they sell out, but they're cheap. <laughs> you can buy the entire party for 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 only forty thousand dollars, and that and, that, and that's probably kind of a testament to where the California Republican Party is and and and, and its worth. It, it makes me feel kind of bad being a being a Republican of forty seven years. I mean, just lockstepped. You can't buy me, and you can't buy you. And there's a lot of us out there that you money don't get it done. And to see you know to hear what you just said and and see the almost connection. It's embarrassing and it's disheartening. Yes. Um, Mark Moyes, you got the nomination for Senate, or he's in second place, uh, with like about 14% of the vote. Again, that's just going to be an easy that I like Mark, but that's just going to be an easy one. Um, one of the more interesting races, and we're, we're kind of uh, spending a lot of time on this, and we don't want to spend the whole show just going over election results. But mostly the, your incumbent Democrats won easily, and they're, it looks like they're going to win easily in November. But, but, uh, but one, that, one that was, was, was particularly interesting was mm-hmm. Ken Calvert in CD41. And they, they redid his district. He's got a lot of new territory out in, in the Palm Springs area. But you look, if you look at the results, the Democrats that ran have just over 50% of the vote in this first round election. And the Republicans have, have less, and there was, a, there was an NPP candidate there. So um, Calvert, who was thought to be relatively safe, is going to, is going to be scrambling. And I think the Demo- Democrats are going to look at this result here, and they're going to throw a lot of money into this race because they may be able to take out a Republican incumbent. 
Well, but see, Greg, that's that's what I, I wanted to add to the to this point. The Republican Party in California could win this state any day of the week. They decide they don't mind getting their hands dirty. When they when they come to that realization, instead of preaching to the choir, instead of being in these echo chambers, start to really reach the California people, we would win every election we went into. But we we're we're you know we're counting on people to just vote for us because they feel that way or they're you know that way. It's not about winning with our constituency. It's about growing our constituency. And I don't see that movement happening at all. I see a lot of lip service. I see a lot of people talking about, come on over. But they're not doing anything efficacious to change the hearts and minds of Californians from these lies of the Democrats. Well, I, I, I differ. I don't think we could just win the elections anytime we wanted to. It's a, it's a heavily Democrat state. And people are ingrained in that. They are ingrained to vote against Republicans. And I think there's several reasons. One is, I think a lot of Demo- a lot of the voters don't equate the bad things that are happening with how they're voting. And certainly, the media d- is not going to is not going to make that connection for them. No, no, of course I don't not. Think the Republicans have have made any kind of showing that would. Convince people that things could be better and different if the Republicans were in charge. And I think for a large segment of the voters, the, the Democrats, coupled with the Democrats that run the school system, the Democrats that run the university system, the Democrats that run the media, have morally disqualified Republican yeah. minds of many voters. So if you had a real Nazi, not a Republicans or Nazi Nazi, but a real jackboot wearing, swastika wearing, zig heiling Nazi. You would never get to the person with, well, you know, I like his tax plan. Yeah, I think he has a good water plan. And and he, the person that can that would be morally disqualified. From the get-go, you would never, you would never, you, you would never listen to the candidate and 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 substantively what the candidate was saying. I think the same should be true of communists, but mm. that's a longer story. It's not. But see, Greg, watch this. Communists, should, communists should face as much moral condemnation as Nazis. That's not true for a variety for a variety of reasons. But why Republicans do so poorly, despite the poor conditions here in California, and despite the fact that the Democrat policies of scarcity, of high energy prices, of of lack of water, of lousy government-run schools, of high crime, which affects the poor the most, is their policies hurt their most reliable voters the most. And Republicans have been unable to make any inroads on that, and there's no sign that they're going to. Now, I think they could. I don't think this could be like snap our fingers and... It would happen, but if the Republicans, and I've urged this for so long, and they don't do it, the Republicans would come up with a contract with California, pick five, six, seven, no no more than that, points. It says, if 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 we were in power, if we had the majority in the legislature and the governor, here are the things that we would do. And every Republican runs on that. Every Republican puts it in the social media. Every Republican puts it in their ads. And they again and again and again. And well, you're not going to have any media help. That may begin to break through. But see, they don't do that. They they don't do that. So 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 there's no there's no message. They don't have the media. They don't have a lot of money for for their own media, for own advertising. And there's no there's no message that says. If you if you elect Republicans, here's how your lives are going to be better. But that's what I'm trying to say, Greg, and I, I don't know if we're going to have enough time in this segment for me to get it out. But that's where the Republican Party disconnects. That's where there is no juice getting to the train. Um, I guess we can talk about it on the uh, other side of this break. Is that a, a good time? Oh, we can continue on. We got uh, 12 seconds, so let's go ahead and, and we'll end this half a little bit early to our engineers' absolute shock and amazement. Stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite, i.e. Radio. <laughs> 
Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending LLC and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt, or you don't have money to pay your tax bill, or just needed extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman, Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Hi, I'm Ron Osk with Elder Law Center. Are you concerned with an aging family member whose declining health makes them unable to manage their own affairs? Before long, you may be dealing with mental, physical, emotional, health care, and financial challenges, often more than you could have anticipated. For over 25 years, we have been helping people like you, struggling to look after mom and dad. Contact me at elderlawcenter.net or call me at 951-684-5608. That's 951-684-5608. Let me help you help your family. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands, Tea Party Patriots, and the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative Groups in the Inland Empire area of Southern California. Uh, our goal in the coalition is to unite these different groups into a unified front to save our country, freedom, and republic. We've been talking about the election that most people seem to have missed the voter turnout rate in this uh, the June 7 election was 16%, meaning about 84% of the eligible registered voters didn't bother to turn out. Uh, they're either satisfied with conditions or they just don't think their vote's going to matter or they don't think that whoever gets elected is going to make uh, any difference. We ran out of time in our first half, and Kenny was on a roll, and uh, so let's see if you can get yourself back on a roll. You have some more thoughts about the California political situation. Yes, I do. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, um, look, the Democrats get to raise our children. They get to program our children. They feed our children. They put stripper poles in the gym and, and show them all manner of stuff, and it's to great applause. They have the minds of the people, and yet they get to go on the air and do things like what they did with uh, Sheriff Chad Bianco. He's a member of the Promise Keepers. Da, 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 da. They get to lie on us all day long, and then they don't even afford us the decent respect of a debate anymore. So when you can lie on a person, and then you don't even get held accountable for what you said about that person, it's an uphill battle. And so for the Republican Party, this is what I say. From Chicago, growing up on the South Side, when somebody would talk trash about you, you know, we call it talking head, right? But if somebody would talk trash about you and you found out about it, the best thing you could do is catch that person with people they were talking trash, you know, to, to them about you, right? And then confront them right there in front of the people. The Republican Party's got to get ready to scrap. The Republican Party's got to get ready to take the fight to the people. We have to go to them and make them understand. These people have been lying on us. Please stop buying the goods. Stop sipping the Kool-Aid. This is who I really am. Am I really all that bad? Or have you just been believing a pack of lies? And like I said, and until the Republican Party is ready to get its hands dirty, we're going to keep on losing. But when they're ready to really get down up in this thing, get to the people, get to the people, and this will change. Well, I think you, I think you have to go, we have to go to the people, the Republicans have to go to the people with a program of how their lives are going to be better if they vote Republican. And but see, can I say something, Greg? I got to stop you right there. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Mm -hmm. I didn't. It's not so much scrapping with the Democrats, although you need to be, you need, you need to have fighting spirit and the spine, and, and you, can't, you can't be intimidated by their claims of, you're a Nazi, you're a racist, what have you. It is, you know, you're not. We know that we're not. Almost all of the racists 
are in the country that are, are on the left, not on, not on the right, but that people aren't going to so much care about the, you're lying about me, no, you're lying about me, that kind of stuff. But what might motivate them is a consistent message of, here's how we're going to make your lives better. That you got these various problems, and here's our here's what we're going to do to address them. Then, and, and by the time then, you did that, then, then I think that I think you could begin if that if that if that was a consistent message, and it, it may take more than one election cycle to do this. Of a consistent message, here is the Republican contract with the voters of California of what we will do if we get in office. And the other approach to it is with initiatives, which they have, which the Republicans have eschewed, is that and you look at the poll, you look at the voting result, results, initiatives, the on a fairly consistent basis, the vote on initiatives is a it reflects a more conservative vote than the vote between Democrats and Republicans. And you just look for examples in the 2020 election where you had this huge landslide victory, whether it's how much of it's fraud, we don't know for Biden over Trump in California, that Proposition 15, the big tax increase on business, on business failed. Proposition 16, which would have reinstated government racial preferences, lost by a greater margin than the original Proposition 209 passed that they were trying to repeal in the 1990s. The initiative by the, by the rideshare companies to, at least for themselves, to take back AB five, that passed. So you look at the, you look at the results on the initiatives reflect the that the, the people are more willing to be uh, a more conservative mindset than just looking at Dem versus Rep. So those would be the approaches. And I think and I think the Republicans could make some progress, but they don't. And I think but see, our, when you when you use the word approach, Patterson and the state party is that they're content to be they're, they're content to earn their living. Well, see, but that's just well, it. You use the word approach, and it, it, when you when you talk about approach, nobody's going to let a dog approach them that they think is a rabid dog. Nobody's going to let a dog approach them that they think is going to bite them. And I'm sorry to use the the ideation of a dog, but I have to. If somebody can get that person to calm down and not be triggered by the sight of that dog, and then you can pet it on the head and you see that it's not going to bite you, and now you're rubbing it on its belly and the tail is wagging, and now you're no longer angry, afraid, or whatever the emotions are about that dog. You realize, hey, this dog is pretty cool. We will never get our platforms to, to the people where it matters until those people realize with people too. That's my point. That's my argument. They don't see us as people. So when we come with that robotic idea of here's our platform that's going to help you, these people ain't hearing us. And they're the 51% that's voting for people like Gavin Newsom. We have to steal, and I'll use that term, we have to steal the people back from these liars. And if we don't switch gears and realize that that's where the battle is, we can put up all the proposals we want. We can show the people all kind of plans. And just like the president's platinum plan, I'm talking about President Donald J. Trump, just like President Donald J. Trump's platinum plan, it'll never hit the ground because they'll never hear it. We got to get them to listen to us first. And that, that requires creating a relationship with the people that we don't currently have. Sure. And I think, I think one they go hand in hand is to extent that you can humanize yourself as a, although it's hard to do when you're running in a, an assembly district has about 500,000 people, a state Senate district has about a million people in it. The whole state has about 39 to 40 million people in it. The a congressional district has about 800,000 people in it. So it's, it's, it's hard to have a uh, personal one-on-one -on -one relationship with 800,000 people. Well, I, I hear you, but you, you said it yourself. Our, our titular head, our leaders are content with just holding on to their positions. I mean, that's why we have Dolly running against Gavin Newsom now. They need to use the war chest. They need to use their, their power to create outreach programs into the inner cities. They really do. Well, it's not just that. It's, it's 
working working area working class areas. It is all sorts of areas. The small business people. It is even areas where the normally vote Democrat. Where the common are folks are. Where, where the common Kenny, folks are. Huh? Is there are people that are probably get tired of stepping around the human poop on the sidewalks. They're, 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 they don't like to be afraid of walking down the street. So they don't like to be in an outdoor cafe and be held up at gunpoint and so on and so on. So I think I think there's a range to be reached to reach to reach out to all sorts of people. But it has to be with a message. Like I said, I, I think the key to showing both, both that you're a real person, that you're a human being, that you care about people is to have is to communicate a message of saying we want to make your lives better, and here's how, and here's how, and here's how that, uh, that we can do it. I'll give you the final. I agree with you, Greg. I really do. But but I, I think back to my growing up on the south side of Chicago, and I think back to how when election time came, the Democrats showed up at the house. The Democrats pulled up in buses and had all the women folk in my neighborhood go work the polls. The, the Democrats had promises of things that would come after the election, and so the people were down. The Republican Party ain't doing much. And, and they're, 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 I'm, I hate to be doom and gloom, but I'm, I'm being honest. If we're going to change these outcomes, like, like you know the results that we're seeing, forget Gavin Newsom, forget all of it, because they're never going to debate us. They're not going to give us the honor or the people the respect of a debate. So we simply have to go to the people that they think they own. We just got to do it. And, and that's going to make a world of difference, I do believe. Yeah, I think you need to reach voters by canvassing, knock on the door, media, social, ever, ever, which, ever, which way you can. Um, so a little bit of good news you know, locally in the election is that uh, Mike Hestron, the uh, Riverside County DA, they had two liberals who were trying to replace him. It appears that he got more than 50% of the vote, and that, that may hold up, and he will avoid a runoff election. He'll be reelected. Chad, it looks like Chad Bianco was reelected with about 58% of the vote. And he, for those type of county offices, nonpartisan Good offices, deal. there mm-hmm. is, Kenny, let me finish, is that there's no, there's no second round election. So if, if they get more than 50% in the first round, they're elected. In in Riverside County Supervisor was it was interesting. Karen Spiegel won re-election uncontested. Um, Ramirez, what's his name? Ramos Ramirez. I forget the name. I could look it up. Ramos. He's a Democrat on the Riverside County Board of Supervisors, and he won uncontested. It looks like in um, the fifth district between Hugh Hewitt, not Hugh Hewitt, Jeff Hewitt, and. There's a he and a, and a Democrat will be in a runoff in uh, San Bernardino County. Sheriff Dykus won and he'll be reelected. Um, D.A. Jason Anderson won. That's, and, and that's good. Uh, supervisor uh, Kurt Hagman was being challenged by far left Connie Leva. It looks like he's going to um, get more than 50 percent. And in the other district, the second district, it looks like there'll be a runoff between Luis Satina, who is a good conservative, and Jesse Armanderez, who is nominally a Republican, but in the last election ran as a far left progressive with the uh, his campaign flyer, had this fist raise salute on it, a supporter of BLM. Come on, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. So last week he was a hardcore leftist. But today we welcome this guy with open arms. Well, if we if we did, I think I think he got the uh, county GOP uh, not uh, endorsement. But it appears that those two guys, <laughs> it appears those two guys will, will, will run off that much. Um, so, so that's so that's, that's kind of the result. But basically, basically, it was a voters don't care. They don't think it's going to make a difference. And, and or we're satisfied with the results. I, there's another topic we're going to talk about. But let's hear from our sponsor. We appreciate the support of the Beaumont Valley and Cherry Valley Tea Party, uh, some attorney out there named Greg Britton, and Ron Osk of the Elder Law Center. Back after this. Hi, I'm Ron Osk with Elder Law Center. Are you concerned with an aging family member whose declining health makes them unable to manage their own affairs? 
Before long, you may be dealing with mental, physical, emotional, health care, and financial challenges, often more than you could have anticipated. For over 25 years, we have been helping people like you, struggling to look after mom and dad. Contact me at elderlawcenter.net or call me at 951-684-5608. That's 951-684-5608. Let me help you help your family. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and I'm pleased to have with me this week, Kenny White, the uh, Southside Unicorn. I wish I could do that great FM voice for that, that it deserves. But as Clint Eastwood said, a man's got to know his limitations. <laughs> That's right. Um, we're we're, we're, we're going to shift gears here to, uh, I think, a very serious topic. Not that the election isn't and the state of California isn't. I know, a month or so ago, a, a copy of the draft opinion that would overrule Roe v. Wade was leaked to the media. And so far, they, they have not been able to find how hard they're trying. Is another question. Uh, whoever did the leak, um, I think there's a distinct possibility that it wasn't a leak from a law clerk or employee of the court, but rather the uh, deep state was spying on them. So they, they were, their, their computer system was hacked and a, and a copy was obtained that way. I think that's a, a, a very definite possibility. But since that time, the Democrats have been putting on a full court press to try to intimidate the court into not reversing Roe v. Wade because uh, killing unborn children to the Democrat party, and this is kind of a strange thing, is it is a religious sacrament to them. There is no cause more holy to the Democrat Party than the unrestricted killing of unborn children from the moment of conception to the moment of birth. And even a partial birth abortion where the baby is partway out of the mother, the Democrats are the Democrat Party position, most Democrats aren't, but the Democrat Party position is even a partial birth abortion at that moment is perfectly okay. So they have been holding demonstrations at the homes of conservative justices. And of course, the underlying message is, we know where you live. We know where your family lives. And, and even though doing those kind of protests, even, even if they were merely just protests at a judge's home or a juror's home, is illegal. It's a via, it is a criminal offense under federal law. There's, of course, been no consequences. The Injustice Department and the FBI, which is the Stasi of the Democrat Party, have done nothing. Of course, they'll go out and investigate uh, parents that are complaining to their school board members vociferously about the triple X sex education or the uh, critical race theory or other things that their children are being indoctrinated with, but intimidating judges and violating the fed violating federal law, yeah, not interested. So then this week, a man was found with a gun near the home of Justice Brett Kavanaugh. He was arrested, fortunately, and he told police that he intended to kill. Brett Kavanaugh. And of course, the justices are very aware of that, and they realize that they and their families' lives are at risk. They did this, they did this in the, we talked about it when the um, uh, Derek Chauvin trial was underway. It was the same kind of a message that was communicated to the jurors that your and your family's lives are at risk if you don't vote the right way. Now, we'll see whether the court is intimidated. I think I hopefully they realize that if they let themselves be intimidated in this situation, they'll be intimidated again and again and again and again and again. Now, we have a clip here of Senate now Senate Majority Leader Schumer at a protest, quote unquote, outside the Supreme Court in, in 2020. Let's hear what Schumer had to say. 
and they're taking away fundamental rights. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. How would you interpret that other than as a threat? Because, oh, that, that, because the justices are appointed for life. It's not as if you're, you're threatening a, um elected official. If you, don't, if you don't vote the way we want to you on, on this particular bill, we're coming after you, where that at least arguably could mean we're coming after you politically, we're, that we're going to try to get you unelected in the next election. When you say that to the justices, what could that mean other than a implicit and not very implicit, almost explicit threat to them if they don't vote the right way on that case? Yeah, well, when you when you consider that the justices are installed for life, so they're not subject to anybody's election at that point, for a sitting state senator to say, you won't know what hit you, you will reap the whirlwind, this cannot have a political connote because they're they're immune from political uh action in that regard. So yeah, it was a very tangible, very palpable threat. I was hopping up and down when he did it initially. And it's right here again where I, I got to point my finger at our at our party. Every Republican on board should have refused to operate or cooperate with the Democrat Party until some type of censure or or uh, expulsion happened with with um, uh, Chuck Schumer at that point. But they let him go on. They let him come back to work. They let him continue to threaten the, the uh, justices. It should have stopped that day. Yeah, it should have, but they. This is the Democrat Party, and the Republicans. This is the Democrat Party that is unbound by any mm-hmm. legal or moral scruples. Their sole guiding star is what advances their political interests at the moment. So they're perfectly willing in the summer of 2020 to use the uh, the uh, the death of a criminal scumbag, George Floyd who died of a drug overdose, but the fact that he happened to die of a drug overdose on video under the knee of a white police officer, they used that to cause a campaign, a months-long campaign of rioting and looting and pillaging across the country. And whatever your views on whether on whether the officer should be convicted or not convicted, it went way beyond that. They used it for that political evil purpose. The Democrat Party is evil. And we need to understand that. We need to recognize that. And we need to recognize also that we are in a civil war. Thus far, it is a political and cultural civil war, but a war nonetheless between irreconcilable views of very basic issues, not just like, well, what should the tax rate be? Or how much money should we spend on this or that program? Or you know, should we, you know, should we have that desalinization plant, or should we not have that desalinization plant? Whole series of political things that we can we can differ on. What we're talking about now is the relationship between is God and man, and the relationship between government and the governed. Whether you can have a, whether we have free speech, or whether it needs to be controlled and limited by the government to prevent. Misinformation, and of course, misinformation is anything that differs from what the government says. Exactly. Well, you understand this, and and you, I mean, I add one more thing to this Supreme Court situation is there was a bill passed. Now it was passed in the Senate, but then it went over to the House, where Nancy Pelosi is. There was the bill would provide additional security for Supreme Court justices, and Nancy Pelosi is blocking that bill from coming up for a vote. The same way she kind of refused to let uh, the National Guard be on the, on the uh, campus on January 6th, strategically lending aid or strategically denying aid for the best effect for her. Right. I believe that one is they, they want to int- continue to intimidate the court to, so they know, the justices know that they and their families are at risk. But two, I think 
I think their I think their hope is they wouldn't they're not dumb enough to express it. Their hope is that the next person who tries to kill one of the justices will succeed. Sadly, you might be right. I mean, because every time that airs, every time the media satiates or relishes, Justice Kavanaugh had a threat against his life. The Kavanaugh family has to see that on TV every night, all day. Deleterious effect on their minds and their well-being. Yep. Uh, it, it is a conscious and intentional effort to intimidate, and I think it goes beyond that. I think they would be per- they would be delighted if the news if the news broke that one of the Supreme Court justices conservative ones was was murdered i'm sure they would issue a, a somber statement but in private they would be delighted they would be happy they would be jumping up and down with joy if that happened and that is the nature of our enemy we cannot afford at this point to engage in wishful thinking and we need to accurately understand our enemy as well as develop sound strategy and tactics And we'll maybe talk more about that in future shows. I want to thank you for being on the show, Kenny. That's all the time we have this week. Uh, Tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, IU Radio. Hi, I'm Ron Osk with Elder Law Center. Are you concerned with an aging family member whose declining health makes them unable to manage their own affairs? Before long, you may be dealing with mental, physical, emotional, health care, and financial challenges, often more than you could have anticipated. For over 25 years, we have been helping people like you, struggling to look after mom and dad. Contact me at elderlawcenter.net or call me at 951-684-5608. That's 951-684-5608. Let me help you help your family. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Plant Home Lending LLC and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt, or you don't have money to pay your tax bill, or just need extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman, Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC, is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 